You're listening to Autumn Crest on the Air, a podcast for the Autumn Crest Ward of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, created to help ward members get to know each other better. The majority of persons interviewed were chosen through a random selection tool in Excel. All right, so I am in the kitchen of the Mathis house talking to Maggie, and today is November 23rd. So Maggie, what's a typical day look like for you? Um, I guess the typical day for me is going to school and early morning seminary beforehand, and then coming here and doing, like, coming back home and uh, practicing piano and doing homework. So let's get into that a little more. Do you have any morning routines that you do before you get to school? Um... I like your go-to cereal every day or um I really don't I think I try to have like toast for breakfast like every day I like cereal better but for seminary it's kind of hard I need something I can take there it's because it's so early in the morning and I'm really tired so I'll do that and then sometimes I'll meet up with a friend to do math before school but yeah do you have morning chores you're supposed to do I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> not that you know of. You're like, no. not that I've been doing the last. Yeah. You're 16, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven. No, yeah, 16. I think when I do you 17. turn 17? Sorry, um, December 13th. I don't know why I thought it was 17. Oh, so you're 17 <laughs> in like two weeks. Yeah, okay. sorry. Oh, I can see why you'd think that. Um, and uh, what was I going to ask? Toast. Oh, yeah. So where is your seminary at, CV? Yeah, it's at the on the seminary building at by the seminary CV. building. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then who do you usually sit by in seminary? I sit in the back, and then sometimes Annie Peterson and Olivia um, niece will be around me. But it's completely random every day. It's random every day. Yeah. Meaning, who's around you every day, or or where you sit every day? Uh, who's around me? Because some people come late and okay. they take other people's spots. But normally, I'm right in the same spot every day. Are you? Um, why do you like to sit in the back? Because it has the best seat. Because there's they have they're weird tables in seminary. There's like a chair and they have like a bar that connects the seat to it. And then there's a one specific desk in the back that doesn't have that and isn't smushed by a wall. And I like not having the bar at my hip level. It's just okay. On the <laughs> so you don't necessarily sit in the back of most of your classes no. because it fits with your personality. Mm-mm. You just, it, you just like the seat. Yeah. If that seat were in the front, you'd be in the front. Oh, definitely. Okay. It was last year. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so, and then, um, do you get to choose which classes you take? Um, you're a senior, you're a junior. Yeah, I'm a junior. You're a junior. For the most part. Yeah. And so do you have any, do you have elective classes right now? Um, yeah, I'm in project management for DECA, which is the business class, and then I have French too. And you've done DECA for a while. Yeah. And you've traveled for DECA, as, yeah. as I recall. Mm-hmm. We, so tell us just a, I mean, just a little bit about DECA yeah. when you first got into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, DECA is the business class at CV, and I got into it because it was one of my backup electives freshman year because my parents said, you're going to like this, and then I didn't think I would. But I did, and it's a class, but it's also a club, and where we um, do like mock business stuff. It sounds silly, but um, what I do at DECA is um, we go to places, and then I have to solve a problem that has to do with marketing management with another girl, and then we come up with a solution within 20 minutes, and then we present it for 10 minutes to a judge, and then they say how well we did, how effective they think the plan would be, and how effective we were at convincing them that it would be effective. 
And when you say go to places, you mean like... Like... Um, outside of Spokane places? Well, um, yes, I think so. Well, we stay in the Spokane area for um, the first round of doing things. That area is at... Typically, it's at Spokane Community College, and then State is in Seattle, and then Nationals changes each year. And you went to Nationals? Yeah, I went... Well, I qualified for Nationals last year, but it was in... Oh. Um, online so it was just at home right yeah because it was kind of... okay and and you actually don't mind i mean you stayed with it mm-hmm. your parents sort of said this is a good move and now yeah you're, now you stay with it what do you like about it like... i like being good at it honestly mm-hmm. and it's different from like other clubs because sports it's like i don't know it's a different community with like sports everyone's together and fun and then theater everyone's together but in deca you don't i don't know it's not as clicky you can people come in and out super easily so you can know one person and another i don't it just doesn't feel like these are the deca kids like these are everyone's kind of touched it a bit sometimes in high school it's not rigid i suppose yeah and then french too you had to pick a language i assume for school and you yeah. just said french mm-hmm. um, any story of how you came to pick that or not particularly um I actually took French one with BYU and I decided French because we always have this, my grandpa has this joke and he's like, whenever we talk about the French, he's like, those cheese eating surrender monkeys is like, I should learn to say that in French. So when I go to Paris one day, I can say that to their face. So did you learn to say that in French? <laughs> Not yet, okay. but I probably could. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you're comfortable saying it now, but I, I don't want to put you on the spot. No. <laughs> okay. That's fine. So, and then, um, so then you get home and you said you practice piano. Oh, piano. Mm-hmm. And that's because you have to or you enjoy it? Mm, yes and no. Like, I need to practice hymns and such because my mom wants me to be able to do that for a family home evening and mm-hmm. things like that. But then I also play like normal, not normal, but like pop songs or mm-hmm. show tunes but and mess around with that for fun. I like playing hymns, but like I have to remind myself, you have to do that too. You can't just play fun songs. For sure. And for those of you listening who may may have not made the connection, Maggie plays the organ. You're in, you're in the organ rotation for our sacrament meetings. So, yeah, in case you're wondering, trying to put a name with a face there. But, um, okay, so you, you do your homework, catch up, and mm-hmm. then what's your family kind of do in the evenings typically? My brother has like karate and piano lessons a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and so we're all just driving him to place. He likes to hang out with his friends mm-hmm. a lot too, so he's in and out. And I don't know what my parents are doing. They're here normally, we just chill and mm-hmm. just stay in home, not doing a whole lot yeah just kind of quiet downtime yeah and then if you do get free time uh what are i guess what are some of your go-to activities um it'd probably be like calling friends that aren't at cb a lot because i don't get to see them every day like the rest of my cb friends i call those friends too but specifically it's like my friends who are like in the meat area that i met through theater that i'll call and be like hey we haven't called for a while. What's up? Yeah. You said you met through theater? Mm-hmm. So I didn't know you didn't say you did theater. Oh, I do theater. I forgot. You still do? Well, not right now, but hopefully but, soon. Again. Yeah, but you've yeah. done that. What's the last play you did? Um, I did tech for Matilda, but the last time I was on the stage was for Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, I knew that. I remember that. That was last year. That was the summer. Oh, that was the summer. Yeah. And was that through the school? 
That was through a community theater in, the, in Spokane. It was Spokane Children's Theater. That, and how did you hear about that? Um, I didn't camp with them because that's what technically it was. It was a camp, but they do full-on productions. But I did a camp with them when I was 13. That was Les Mis because it was Les Mis. And it's like, I have to be in Les Mis. And then I just kept going back every year. Oh, yeah. So, so, you, so that you've stu- stuck with that. Yeah. Do you mind being on stage? I love it. It's the best. What, uh, what do you like about it? I don't know. It just feels good, like, being able to sing and tell a story, I guess. It's kind of cheesy, but, like, be a different person, but not at the same time. You can make people feel things. Like, I made some people cry at the last show, but, like, I don't know. I wasn't actually dying or sad, but yet they believed it, and that was really cool. Yeah, so, yeah, it's fun. to Not that you feel powerful over people's emotions, but it's it's nice to that. So, um... <laughs> Do you like speaking in church? Um, yes, I do. I get okay. a little bit more nervous at church, but not a whole, whole lot more. I was wondering how often that went together. People that don't mind sort of acting mm-hmm. also don't mind sort of standing up in front of people. So mm-hmm. when you, has there been a time in theater, I guess in this, since you've started the last four years, where you like were totally on stage and froze, like you forgot your lines and like had to wing it? Um, well, the last show, I was in Little Shop of Horrors again. Sorry, I keep talking about the show, but um, yeah. I was supposed to sing a solo, and the sound didn't turn on, and I didn't know if it was just delayed or if it just broke. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. And so I like looked at the other girls on the stage, and I had to just improv something. And then the music did start, but it stopped right before like the big part of the solo. So I just kind of went acapella, but that was a little nerve-wracking. I was like, oh no, what do I do? And my hands were shaking. I just looked at the other girls and they saw my knee and they're like, oh no. Yeah. But they were super helpful. And so they were like giving me lines. Like I'd say something to them and they'd actually reply and make it look like that was what's supposed to happen. Wow. So you did kind of have to wing it. That's, mm-hmm. wow. Very cool. Thanks. So, um, what's something people would never guess about you? Um, um, I really like board games, I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's like completely obscure, weird, but I don't bring it up a lot, but I really do like it. Like, we have so many in this family, like, just so many board games, and I really enjoy playing them. And if I ask for, like, your top three that come to mind? That... Um, probably, like, um... Oh, yeah, there's Clue, which is, you know, this, mm-hmm. it's, there's Clue. And then there's also, I love Monopoly, but only if we play it exactly by the rules, not like house rule Monopoly. Which rules does your house like to, like to the, fudge on? The actual, well, like we want to do the actual rules, like by the thing that Monopoly says, like no house rules. It's actually fun and can be done in 45 <laughs> minutes. Okay. And then, um, oh, shoot, we just played one. And then... My mom loves Trivia Pursuit. I uh-huh. don't so much, but there's something like it. Oh, and then there's Buzzword, which is like taboo, but not. I forgot why I like it, but I do kind of yeah. like it. So do you like board games because it's a vehicle to be together? Or do you, or is it you like the like mental challenge? Oh, I like being with people. It's, Definitely. It's yeah. that, yeah. yeah. It's like a vehicle to, be, to do something together mm-hmm. and laugh and stuff. Yes. I bet your brother's hilarious at... I mean, I bet all of you guys are. <laughs> um, where would you say is a place where you're the most comfortable? Mm, probably. Can't say the temple. <laughs> that, that's what I was going to say. That's Dang right. it. <laughs> <laughs> probably my bed. 
because oh. it's not messy versus the rest of my room is messy. So I'll be there and be like, oh, it's messy. I don't like this. But if I just get on the bed, then like, no, it's fine. There's no mess. I thought you were going to say your bedroom because <laughs> you mean the bed specifically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's good. That's fair. And then, I mean, you've mentioned quite a few things you've done already. What would you say is something that like you're the most proud of? Um, I am the most proud of finishing off um, a track season in middle school because I really hated track and I didn't have any friends that I really hung out with in track and I wasn't really good and I came second to last in the 100 meter dash in, um, in the all league but I finished it and I did it and so I was proud of myself for doing that even if I did not like any like really doing it. Did you consider quitting? Yeah, but I was like, but I said I would do it, and I really didn't think anyone would notice if I did quit, and they probably didn't, but, like, just to finish something off, because I said I would do it, yeah. and I did. You said you'd do it to yourself. Yeah. And so you would have been letting yourself down. Yeah. That's um, that's so curious of all the things. You talked about moving people on stage, you're playing the organ and piano, you've gone to qualified for nationals at DECA, and what you're most proud of <laughs> is finishing something that you feel like you weren't good at. That's yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool. So something that you still hope to accomplish? Um, I hope to go see, um, oh yeah, I want to see, like, um, what was it called? I forgot what it was called. Oh yeah, Mount Everest. Just, I don't have to climb it. I just want to see it or something. Just go somewhere, like, to travel. I don't want to, like, live abroad anywhere, but just, like see something outside of the this continent yeah and Everest seems have you seen anything um outside of this continent before um besides hawaii no oh yeah i mean hawaii is pretty good too yeah but it was a long time ago and it's still the united states right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so it doesn't have to be Everest per se that comes to mind yeah i was like what's pretty yeah Yeah, something like that yeah and then when would you say you're the most happy? Um, I'm the most happy with like my family, I guess, and friends when we're like messing around. Mm-hmm. Cause they make me laugh a lot and then kind of like build off each other and it makes me laugh and that makes me really happy. So again, with people. Yeah. So it seems like you just really like to... I like people. <laughs> yeah, I just really like to connect with people. Um, and then, so briefly, just give me a little background on the... Um, is it... Walk, walk, nativity walkthrough what's the official title of yeah that? we called emma came up with this um she calls it nativity nights but it's like a um the original title is like nativity walkthrough how did that idea bud um i needed a project i think um to finish personal progress um back a while ago and i thought that would be a cool idea because i think one of my first activity days activities was going through a nativity walk and my grandma really loved going to the one on the south hill and then even without personal progress, I was like, this would still be cool and fun way to bring people to Christ who aren't members or who are. And just during Christmas time, I just think it'd be cool. And I really love looking at nativities, period. And like, we have a lot in our family. And I just, I don't know, I think they're really cool. And it's something that, like, every, like, almost, yeah, I think every Christian religion, like, has. And so it's fun seeing different from the world or how people interpret, not it, but, like, show their love for Christ through making nativities. I don't know, it's interesting. And so break down 
how you took the first step into making this come to life. Um, so you had the idea. Yeah, I had the idea. And then I talked to Sister Furman last year, August, or before that. Yeah, last year's spring. And then we started to get it to go in August. But then because of COVID, right. we really couldn't figure it out. No, we couldn't, we couldn't figure it out. But we, we just didn't know. It was more confusing. And so we just decided to leave it until yeah, next with year. distancing and yeah. stuff. This would have been not the same experience that you were hoping for. Yeah, exactly. And so we, we put it on hold. And so then this year during like August we're like okay let's get this going and then we involved more of the young women than just like the young women's presidency this time so it was easier to get everything working and such um so we did that so we had like a whole activity in young women's just discussing how we we're going to make this work like when do we want deadlines and who's going to do what and Emma Barker has been super helpful because she made the like invites and the signups for who's going to do music and bring up nativities and then yeah we're kind of to this point i guess yeah if you it's probably hard to predict how it's going to go but what are you most excited about when you think about the mm, i just hope that people like have a good experience and that are like i don't know like happy for the christmas season and get in the spirit and remember about christ like before it gets all super crazy because i feel like a lot of people are like you know what i haven't been focusing i need to focus now versus starting right off the bat focused and then like being able to keep that with them even through the crazy times that's yeah uh, that's a good idea for the timing there how do you feel god's love um i feel god's love um like i don't know it feels like warm inside and like like the burning in your bosom type thing for Mm -hmm. me especially when i like pray when i'm really down and um like singing hymns is really like that. I feel it that way too. Yeah. So for you, it's like a feeling in your chest. Very mm-hmm. cool. And when do you most often feel that outside of church? That's a tough question. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel it the most like um, when everything around me is like quiet and such, but not even like people, but like I'm outside the world and it happens a lot camping and I'm not like a super big into the woods person, but like, when you can't really even think about what's happening outside, it's easier to focus on him, even if you're not like completely roughing it. Well, very cool. Well, thanks, Maggie. Yeah, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this interview and that you feel like you know this person or family a little better. We invite you to consider reaching out to share something you found interesting about them. Please subscribe to this podcast to hear more interviews.